And I'm Nikisha, and this is Talking Horror with Jamie. And Nikisha. Where we share our love for spooky things and talk horror through the lens of human behavior. Welcome, everyone. (laughs) And one would say this is the best day of the year because it is Halloween. This is Halloween. Everybody make a scene. Make my little Stuart. Yoga. Dance. Dance. <laughs> dance, Stuart. Dance. Um, this is all the reason why everyone should be following us on YouTube as well. So you can see my little yoga skeleton that I got from Bed Bath & Beyond in the what section, Jamie? The beyond. The beyond section. Ooh. His name is Stuart. And he's dancing because it's his favorite holiday. He loves it. Like Linda says in Bob's Burgers, the bats are all happy because it's Halloween. It's their favorite holiday. <laughs> Fantastic. So this is our Halloween hoopla Ooh. episode. Sounds like a lot of hoopla for the Halloween as we discuss some of our favorite movies that get us into that spooky, spooky mood and some of our costume favorites and some of our traditions that we do on this Halloween. So... Listen to this episode and maybe drop some of your favorite things that you like to do on Halloween on our social meds. You can follow us on all of the Twitter and Instagram and TikTok and now us on YouTube. I think Brian was supposed to say all those things, but I I said those things. No, it's great. It's at Talk Horror Pod. This is producer Brian. Happy Halloween. It's at Talk Horror Pod on everything that Keisha just said. She knocked it out of the park. Woohoo! Well, let's get into it because I'm excited to share my Halloween things and I'm excited to hear y'all's. But first, I heard from a little birdie called social media that you guys went to Salem, Massachusetts. So please tell me about that experience. Indeed, we did. Well, you didn't just hear from social media. I think we told you. Actually, um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but we posted about it on social media. And yes, yes. the rumors are true. We yeah. did go to Salem and it was awesome. Um, and we went, we went during September. So it wasn't like full, you know, haunted season. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. it was still very fun. Um, super enjoyable, still like pretty busy for September. I can only oh, imagine okay. like October and Halloween are nuts a la like Mardi Gras, New Orleans, like, yeah. you know, uh, New York on New Year's Eve, like stuff like that. Like that's, that's what I feel like is the vibe here. And, um, and I feel like the city really welcomed us with open, open arms, um, open spooky saw arms. lots of, yeah, their spooky arms, their, yes. their witches brooms. Um, we, Man, there are so many cool shops and stuff. We went into like every single witchy shop, Mm. um, of which there are many. And like when I say witchy shop, I mean like if you are like a practicing witch, bruja, wiccan, whatever, 
um, they carried like everything. And this was like between crystals to dried flowers to like herbs to candles to tons of literature and books. Um, Mm. the, the inner like wannabe witch of when I was a little kid was like just so thrilled and excited everywhere was doing tarot readings. Um, and some of the places were super busy, um, Mm. like offering readings and like people waiting in line. Um, so it was like, it was, it was pretty, it was popping off in the early season. Um, what was a highlight experience for you? Like a number one, oh my gosh, I would do this every time if I visited Salem every year. Um, I mean, definitely walking around the shops. We went into some of the museums. For me, I would say one of the highlights was we went to the Witchboard Museum, a.k.a. Ooh. Ouija Board Museum. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh my God, it was super cool. It was cool to like learn more about the history of Ouija boards, which I knew some of it because I had listened to a podcast that kind of talked about the origin mm. uh, origin of evil. Not so evil. that The prequel would have you think, but okay. it's, it's not. <laughs> um, you know, based in a time period where like there was war, lots of people were dying and being able to like kind of have an opportunity to talk to your loved ones was oh, like wow. a source of peace and comfort for a lot of people. So like yeah, yeah, yeah. that's kind of how it gained its popularity. Um, but it was just really cool to like you you walk into – well, there's a shop in the front, of course. But when you walk <laughs> into the back room, it's just like filled with Ouija boards all over like this entire back area, all on the walls, in display cases – um, uh, all kinds of like themes. There was one that was like, you know, obviously it was girl themed and it was all pink and it was like asking questions. The girls really want to know answers to, oh, gosh. um, which cracked me up. <laughs> but, um, that, that one just like stood out to me. Also, apparently I overheard like the guy in the back who was explaining it say that like people just come into the shop to like use a Ouija board that's like in the back, just like, what? it's like available for like, for use. So people are just going in and like, you know, asking it questions, I guess. But it was really fascinating. We learned that some people wrote some books uh, mm-hmm. using Ouija boards. Um, I don't know if Brian remembers any of the other stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was cool. And the guy, there was a guy back there who just like, you can ask him any question. And some of the stories he did tell us were, you know, he would tell you good stories and bad <laughs> stories. Like, like people like Mark Twain has technically written books um, after his death, like through a Ouija board and um, that Ouija boards, you know, um, started getting a bad name because that's how Reagan was possessed in the exorcist. It's in one like small, tiny scene. And Mm. uh, that kind of turned the tide for Ouija boards in general. Uh, and now they're seen more in like horror movies than seen than than remembered as something a little bit less nefarious. Um, but it was really cool to see all of them. They had one of the oldest Ouija boards um, that were actually printed and sold. Um, oh god! It was it was some spooky stuff. It was really good. Very cool. Yeah, it's very spooky. I will say, you know, going to different shops like Bed Bath and Beyond or Home Goods or the Spirit Halloween and seeing sections where there's a Ouija board floor mat, you know, Ouija mm. board 
placemats and cups and things. I don't even want to buy that. No. <laughs> Just keep, keep me away. I don't need any kind of – I will put – cobwebs spider webs all up and down through my house mummified things whatever but a, a cup with even a picture of a ouija board on it no thank you this no is ham, the closest no that i'll get which is probably not great because it's a real planchette yeah the little uh the little funko pop is a, <gasps> is a working planchette um holding a tiny ouija board and yeah. and Brian got this, so you know, taking <laughs> taking after uh, Mika from uh, never do not put my name in the same <laughs> sentence as Mika or Micah from Paranormal Activity. From Paranormal, yeah, that Ooh, he he's a he's a doozy worst. of a partner. Not <laughs> not uh, not a good awful guy. awful terrible Brian, terrible. Um, yeah, uh, Brian, do you have an experience from Salem that was top tier? Yeah, or was uh, it the same as Jamie's? No, I really liked the Witchboard Museum. I liked walking around the shops. Seeing a lot of the old uh, homes was very cool and spooky. And some of the stories, yeah. the, the we did a haunted tour. Um, and oh, those great. stories were pretty spooky. And then we also did um, the uh, Salem Witch Trials Museum, the Salem Witch yep. Museum. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very 70s. And I loved it, <laughs> uh, but informative, uh, you know, you know, you, you see what parallels the crucible, what was um, mm-hmm. uh, changed for the play, the crucible and things of that nature. Um, I, I also found that it's very, it's very ironic because like the point of the witch trials and why we learn about them is the hysteria, the, the, the you know, the idea of putting fear in a group of people what it's like mm-hmm. to like believe something that's not true, rioting, like all that kind of stuff. Um, and the point is that they were not witches and they were wrongfully accused and 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 all of that. Meanwhile, you go to Salem now and all it is is like witches live here and witches. Re- it's, yeah. it's very ironic. I mean, I love it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not criticizing right, right, right. for it. It's just like it's just it's interesting. Um, Absolutely. But I, one of my favorite things, a little kitschy, but I really enjoyed it, is um, – <laughs> Is we did we Jamie mentioned we went into those like little museums uh, like the Witchboard Museum and like um, we did a Halloween uh, like museum just with like little mm. toys and trinkets and stuff from Halloween. Um, but one of my favorites was Count Orlock's Nightmare Gallery. Um, okay, it's essentially like a little mini walk through history of like monsters in horror movies. Um, oh yeah, so the they <laughs> yeah it was amazing. So they had, you know, they had these big statues, you know, walk through and then, you know, you start with the like oldest ones um, and then you go into like, uh, you know, all of the 1930s horror movies and then you walk mm. through and then you just go through the slashers and all of, like Exorcist and um, Carrie and like all of <clears> that <throat> stuff. And, and uh, they did have the Monster Squad on there. Thank you very much. Um, Beautiful. Uh, <laughs> Someone I, was excited. Yeah, I was right. very excited. But it also wasn't that busy, so we actually got to walk around, read all the plaques, uh, things like that. Um, that was super fun. Uh, I really enjoyed Count Orlock's uh, Nightmare Gallery, and then and then we saw all the we saw all the um, Hocus Pocus sites from the first one. Oh yeah, for so sure. That was fun too. But I had a great time. We were also there for a wedding, and uh, the wedding was lovely. So, like, overall, we just had, like, a really fun time. We would absolutely – we've talked about this. We would absolutely go back. What a spooky, yeah. spooky, fun time. 
Um, we got mm-hmm. these super cool sweatshirts because it was a little chilly on the uh, tour. Um, oh, okay. At night. But yeah, we had a blast. We had some really good things to eat as well. Um, check out our TikTok. I, I posted a lot of the stuff there that we did. Um, if you want to hear um, more, just you know, write to us and I'll, I'll do a video on that. But we had a great time. I would highly suggest it. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, we yeah. should we should record an episode from there. All three of us should go up. Absolutely, I went when it was still pandemic-y times, mm-hmm. <laughs> but and it was in early October, and the crowds were still just as big <laughs> for everything that was Halloween. So it was really nice to see that everyone was still out and about. Did you do any of the stuff that we just talked about? I did the. Uh, witch trial museum oh you did enact the the things and you go into the little dungeon and and all that stuff and (laughs) yes uh i did that saw a couple of the hocus pocus sites definitely took a picture in front of the um witch on the the moon the uh oh the bewitched statue yeah the bewitched statue Mm, mm. um and ate some really good food too because you know it's on the water and I love seafood. And so I went and had, uh, I forgot what the name of the restaurant was, but, um, had some great oysters, uh, over there. Cause it was, you know, right fresh off the water. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was a really fun time. I only stayed there for a day. Oh, so sure. I would definitely want to stay there longer and do more things because I want to go to some of the museums that y'all went to, I didn't get a chance to go over there. Mm-hmm. I also didn't realize that y'all actually were going for a wedding. I thought oh, that you yeah. were just going just to go. It was so perfect. It was, yes. It's been on our bucket list like for a long time. And this was just yeah. like, the wedding was on Friday. So we were just like, let's make a long weekend out of it. It was super Absolutely. fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. Hello, talking horror, my fellow Halloweenies. Past guest Matt Woods here. If you, fair listener, haven't heard me on Talking Horror before, I'm a visual artist and horror film fanatic. So my Halloween is steeped in tradition. Uh, Most notably, like so many, uh, my husband and I host a big Halloween party at our house. Uh, It's usually the weekend before the big day, much like all you ghouls out there. Leading up to that, we host Monster Movie Monday. So every Monday in October, uh, we invite people over for a late night double feature picture show. Uh, This year, Monster Movie Monday is actually going to culminate on actual Halloween because it's a Monday. And as a kid, my mom used to make chili on Halloween so that there would always be food ready for whatever anybody was doing, going to parties, going trick-or-treating, whatever. So we'll be making chili for all our attendees. To get in the mood for Halloween, my Halloween mood maker movie might seem a little strange and unusual. It's actually Beetlejuice, which is technically not a Halloween movie, just like a spooky movie. But as a kid, it was just scary enough without the nightmares. So after trick-or-treating, I'd go through all my candy with Beetlejuice on the TV and still be able to sleep that night. Dayside on Halloween, like carving pumpkins, I always put on John Carpenter's Halloween and just have that going on the TV while I'm enjoying ripping the guts out of some gourd. Uh, As for costuming, I personally love a homemade costume and especially paper mache creations. So in the past, uh, I've made paper mache masks all the way to a giant Halloween tree in the middle of the living room. Um, But I think my favorite creation was one year 
I made three life-size paper mache gremlins from the movie Gremlins. And I kind of went as attacked by gremlins. I had them all strapped to me like they had jumped on me and were really going for it. It was a, a really kind of an issue because when you have a house full of people and some giant paper mache gremlins, every time you turn around you just whap someone else and I had to go sideways through doors. I would like to say I learned a lesson, but probably not. So to close this out, I'm going to leave you with a charming Halloween tale. The same year I dressed as attacked by gremlins, we'll call it, we had some friends of friends come to the party. You know, your friends are like, oh, hey, my friend's in town. Can they come? Like, yeah, sure, bring them. The more the merrier. So there were a handful of people there that neither of us, my husband or I, had ever met before. Uh, And so as the night is progressing, everybody's like drinking and hanging out. Um, One of these friends was dressed as the brawny man. The other was coincidentally dressed as Gizmo from Gremlin. So as the night progressed, Some people kept coming up to us and being like, hey, Bronny and Gizmo, they're really hitting it off. They've been chatting in the kitchen for hours. They spent all night talking to one another, having never met before. They started dating, eventually got engaged and married. And on their wedding cake, in place of a bride and groom, they had a Bronny man and Gizmo figurine. So if that isn't the real magic of Halloween, I don't know what is. You can find my artwork at matthewwoodsart.com and do both of us a Halloween favor and follow me on Instagram at hallowwoods. That's hallow like Halloween and woods like trees. And stay weird. And also have a spooky Halloween. Well, let's get into some Halloween movies. And you give me your your top three Halloween movies that are, yes, every year I have to watch this. It's tradition. Jamie, do you want to start? Oh, man. Truly, (laughs) what an impossible task to narrow it down to only three. Um, But I... So I have many, but I I will only say three because I follow directions. Come on, um, directions. <laughs> all right. So a top a top one that that truly gets me in the vibes. Um, and Nikisha and I have talked a lot about it. This mm-hmm. actually, I believe, was Nikisha's Halloween costume from last year. Um, but the craft. I love that movie, man. It's Again, so speaking of witches, like th- I think this is the movie that that like made me ever interested in anything. Like, oh, absolutely, witch, Wiccan. I was like, oh, how do I like how do I get into this? And then there was no follow up on my end. But um, <laughs> but I love this movie. <laughs> um, I love this movie. I love how like I mean, it just like feels like fall whether or not it's actually fall I don't know mm-hmm. but there's like so many sweaters being worn and like chunk chunky knits and and uh you know like um like big black Love boots and knit. big loafers and like all of that yeah. it's just like this movie screams fall weather that I love um and I feel like that's like part of you know getting in the mood is like the right weather Absolutely. It's um, the best I, part. I also just want to say that I uh I'm obsessed with the term chunky knit. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a description of clothing. Yeah, I've heard it before, I didn't but make it, it, up. it no, okay. no, I've heard it before, but it always just it's very exciting to hear those words. I don't know why. <laughs> I love a good chunky knit. I love like a good fisherman sweater. Like I uh, love yeah. uh-huh. like chunky uh-huh. knit. Like uh like um Chris Evans in Knives Out. Would that be considered a chunky mm-hmm. knit? Mm. Maybe a medium. That knit. feels more fisherman-y. Fisherman-y. But I do love a chunky yeah. knit. Anyway, back mm-hmm. back to you, Jamie. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I would say the craft really inspires the, uh, the fall, uh, clothing vibe. Um, so that's my first one. Shall I, shall I continue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep going. Okay. Um, so number two pick, um, you gotta go with something ghost, ghosty. You have to. Um, so again, this is also like pure nostalgia pick not only nostalgia there are there are you know appropriate reasons but i mean uh, uh, can i keep you is a line that will stay with me forever oh my gosh um, but i had to go with casper what a what <laughs> That's a, a great choice. wonderful so good um everyone in this movie including the ghosts are attractive well maybe not the uncles um but this was All like the Devin Sawa and his <laughs> In his prime, um, yeah. I was I was already into him from now and then. And then you cast Fair. him in, in in ghost to human form, but also Bill Pullman's in this movie, and he's he's kind of dreamboaty as as the dad. Yes, absolutely. Um, so you know, he's, I agree. He's great too. <laughs> um, but man, I love this movie. I love uh, I love Casper. He's he's adorable. Um, and all the like ghosty gags and and it's so sweet and then it makes you sad but then it gets really sweet again. Ugh, I mm-hmm. love this movie. I would I would also, I mean, the real estate like situation right now in this in this country is like pretty awful. I would absolutely take a deal on a haunted house to have a house. Really? So if anybody knows of anything, you need a Ouija board for real, for real then. We need to get you hey, a real we one. Can, we can probably cut a deal. We can split the rent or mortgage payments, <laughs> whatever. But like a house is a house. I mean, that was a gorgeous house, to be fair. Yeah. It depends. Like, we, I, like, I think we can make it work. As your husband, I think we can make it work in <laughs> in the, the the house that is the Casper house. But, like, there are other houses, like the Conjuring house or other, like, Amityville that I'm just not interested in purchasing. I've <laughs> driven by the real Amityville house, and it's really not that big of a deal. And I'm pretty sure someone's currently residing in it. Sure. Yikes. I'm just saying that. I, I mean, I, I, you know, I'm just saying that, like, not— Maybe I, not the Ropes Mansion, now that we've learned uh, that fires are set there. Mm-hmm. Fires have been set there periodically throughout when people have lived there. That's the house that um, that Allison lives in in Hocus Pocus. Oh. It's like ha- it's like haunted. What? Yeah. So like no one lives in there. Like it hasn't been occupied for years because like lots oh. of people died in there. We only did the outside, but I think you can tour it now. It's like uh, one of the institutes there purchased it and like. Mm-hmm. But no one has lived there. Yeah, it's spooky. Dude. The Peabody yeah. Essex uh, Museum, yeah. I think, bought it. And then we toured the garden in the back, and it's very beautiful. Oh. Um, but, yeah, so Too maybe I wouldn't there. live in that home. But, like, you know, conjuring people, like, call me. Let's see if we can work out something. <laughs> I can't. Lorraine, <laughs> please, from the Ouija board, tell us. 
clue what the deal is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if we move into a haunted, like what's supposed to be haunted, like you better not bring a Ouija board in. Absolutely yeah. not. I'm not insane. I just want a good deal on the house. Right. Just leave the spirits. <laughs> like, let them do their thing. But as do long as you. there is no entranceway into our world, then, yeah. you know, we're good. If you need to bang I, on a couple tape I'm keeping cabinets, my soul. Right. You, you, you had your chance. <laughs> and that has been haunted real estate. No. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Please. <laughs> Do you have a last one, Jamie, of your favorite? Yeah. So this is like, ugh, it's so hard just to pick one. Um, but I think, okay. So I'm just going to go with it. It's fine. So <laughs> again, this is another movie that gives me a lot of nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Um, also has a lot of very attractive people in this movie as well. Um, maybe not the namesake, but I don't know. With that black and white striped suit and that green hair, Perhaps, Maybe. Um, perhaps, uh, but I'm going to have to go with Beetlejuice. Yeah. Um, and again, this isn't necessarily like a Halloween movie, but like it takes place during Halloween. Um, mm-hmm. But you got more ghosts. I guess I got a thing for ghosts. Um, yeah. You got, you got someone who identifies as strange and unusual. And I myself also identify as strange and unusual. So okay. me and Livia, we have, we share a, a kinship. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, this movie, this movie is, is just wild. Um, I, I also like, I mean, I really like Michael Keaton. I like Michael Keaton as Batman. Um, mm. and I like that movie cause it came out on my birthday, like the day I was born. So it was like the only cassette tape that we owned. But yeah. then I was like, oh, I got to see what other stuff, you know, good old Batman's in. And then watch this movie and it was like, what? Um, it's just so wacky, but it's so fun. Everyone looks like they're yes. having a great time. Wait, you that own possession? You own the what? cassette tape? The no, I only I own I owned Batman on VHS because oh. my parents purchased it because it was the movie that came out oh, on the day of okay. That's cute. my birth. Yeah, this is cute. Thank you. Yes. Um <laughs> Uh, but the, the possession scene at the dinner table is a classic, Classic. um, so much fun. And, and yeah, and now there's a whole musical that goes along with it, which is also a very fun time. If you haven't been, it's, it's really fun. Um, and yeah, I think those are my picks and I will stand by them unless I change my mind later. (laughs) That's fine. You can make a separate TikTok on the other. <laughs> All the ones that didn't list. make the cut. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Honorable mentions go to. <laughs> For a sure. That's a really that's a really good list and just reminds me of how we are all the same age because of <laughs> <laughs> the movies that we watched growing up and what holds near and dear to our hearts. Uh, but I will say mine is 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 kind of similar. But I, I will say my absolute movie, which is n- not a movie, but a movie that I will watch every single year is It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, because mm. it's classic. And it would always come on, you know, when we when we all used to have cable. <laughs> it would come on <laughs> on what, like uh, PBS or ABC, one of those mm. channels all the time. And I just remember sitting and, and watching it uh, with with my parents. And so that is – I now own the whole uh, 
Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Charlie Brown holiday set on DVD. So I still to this day will watch each and every one of them on on the day. (laughs) I love that. I love that Uh, so much. Yes. And they're just so so cute, you know. Uh, what was the other movie we watched and they talked about Charlie Brown? Oh, Charlie Brown is an asshole. He's not an asshole. He's my favorite. Oh, so. trick or treat. <laughs> trick or treat, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. And so then the, the next movie, I'm going to cheat a little bit because it is hard to choose three. But AMC... And again, a when you had cable moment, AMC would have these horror fests, and so they would just mm. play horror movies nonstop, twenty four seven for the entire month of October. And so I would keep my channel uh, on. I would keep my TV on that channel, and I would watch. They would they would do all of the eighties nineties slasher movies. So they would always be playing either Halloween or Friday the 13th or The Omen or, you know, mm. Chucky, all those things. So I'm just going to wrap my second choice into any 80s, 90s slasher movie. I will binge that whole series, that whole chain, uh, because it's it's just great to sit there. And it's nice, too, when I was younger, similarly to Jamie's rise to Halloween fandom, I was afraid of everything, and my sister would make me watch the Chucky movies when I was little, and I was always terrified because I had a lot of porcelain dolls in my house. Um, no. <laughs> yes. It was Why? I don't know. My parents got them for me, and I just had them. I used to sleep with them, and then after my sister oh. made me watch those movies. I, it's so <laughs> funny. Like, I didn't even... <laughs> We've watched so many horror movies. I didn't even <laughs> think that they were yours and gifts. I imagine you like, they were just here and we got here. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, no. of course. Like, so that's not how the real world works. They were they were gifts to you. That makes a lot more exactly. sense. Yeah. You know what? Ignore me. I'm so sorry. Oh, well, you know, I didn't know for a long time that we had an actual attic in our house Mm. because my house is one story, you know? And so there wasn't, Mm. you know, but we, we had one. And so my dad would store some things in there. And I just remember after being scared out of my mind at one of my dolls late at night that he just put all my dolls in the (laughs) attic (laughs) just so that I didn't have to worry about it anymore. So I appreciate that dad. Uh, But now I, that's my go-to watch. Let's watch Chucky. It's it's funny now. It's nostalgic now, even though it scared me as a young kid. But now I'm older and wiser and can handle killer dolls, you know. So let's have <laughs> at it <laughs> for the season. Uh, and my last one, this is a recent uh, movie that I have put in my Rolodex of movies. And it's Coraline. Ooh. And oh, I just that's such a good aesthetic. <clears throat> Yeah, and I I never watched it when it first came out in the middle aughts, but uh, I watched it mm, during the pandemic and thought, oh, this is amazing. (laughs) I need to watch this all the time. This is the right amount of spooky, creepy, and with a good storyline. And so, yeah, Coraline is now one that I absolutely have to watch. And I also love... um, what is it? Stop animation? Claymation? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's uh, aesthetically pleasing to me to watch. Yeah. So anything that's in that uh, style of movie making, I thoroughly enjoy. So 
Yeah. Coraline for me for the win. That's <laughs> such a good pick. Like those movies, the stop motion mm-hmm. animation movies like uh, Corpse mm-hmm. Bride, that, Night Before Christmas, but also Paranorman. Um, like I've never the, seen Paranorman. Oh, you yeah, would love it. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Definitely. But here, I have a quick Coraline story. Um, I saw yes. Coraline in 3D in movies. Um, but I wasn't feeling well. And it turned out I had like a hundred degree fever while I was in the movie theater. So I'm watching Coraline, which is already a crazy movie. I'm like sweating, sweating. I think like I'm tripping. Um, It's in 3D because I'm like having a fever dream. And like Coraline was such a wild experience for me. One, the content of the movie is just wacky wild. And then on top of that, like I'm like sweating bullets. I have this fever. Like I just like, I can't keep it together. And then it was wild. It was a wild experience. That, that's all I have. <laughs> that, I mean, but it, even though you're probably miserable in the moment, it would probably be really fun to watch that in some form of a trippy state because it is sure. so kooky. Yeah. And for it to be in 3D too, I'm sure your mind was just. No, not okay. Wild. It was, there was a terrible train ride home. <laughs> oh, subway so ride. <laughs> All right, well, Brian, tell us your oh, three movies. Yeah, sure. Um, so um, kind of going off of what you said, Nikisha, uh, Charlie Brown is an asshole. Um, I I love Trick or Treat. Um, mm-hmm. Trick or Treat really gets me into the Halloween spirit. Um, I was talking to Jamie the other day because we're married, and that's the only reason. <laughs> um, but I think Sam, this is maybe controversial, maybe hot take. Mm-hmm. I, I think Sam is my favorite slasher. Okay. I, I don't know if you can even consider him a slasher. He's got like the bo- a body count of one in that movie. <laughs> right. Like I think Technically, he, yeah. he only kills what's her name at the beginning. Um, the mm-hmm. Leslie Bibb character, spoiler alerts for yeah. Trick or Treat. He's just kind of like watching over everything throughout the movie. And then he doesn't kill what's his name at the end. Um, he lets the like yeah. the 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 kids that bus he driver. killed, yeah, the bus driver. Mm-hmm. So like, I think it's debatable to call him a slasher or not because, but he has rules, I guess. Like like some others have rules, but like, I just love it. I just love what he represents. Like that he's he's just there to like make enforce the Halloween rules. He, his yeah. his pumpkin he face. His he's a pumpkin person. It's just weird. Anyway, pumpkin person. I love <laughs> love love that movie. It just really. That the, the vibe of that movie is just so October, and I know it, mm-hmm. I know it takes place on the thirty first of October, but like, man, I love it so much. Um, spooky, my spooky indeed, spooky dookie. <laughs> um, the second movie, uh, Hocus Pocus. Um, again, we're millennials. Uh, all the movies yeah. that you said, I totally am on board with. Uh, for me, Hocus Pocus like is quintessential October watch. Um, uh, you know, I, I'm so happy that we went to Salem and we could see all those spots. We got the sequel and, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, I just, Hocus Pocus really just gets me into that Halloween spirit. Um, and not only because it's spooky, but like the three of them are just so having so much fun and it's so much fun to watch someone else have fun on Halloween. Like, yeah. even if it's just acting and what, um, those are my, I just love it so much. Um, Absolutely. and then my third is a real toss up. I love <laughs> watching the universal monster movies, Frankenstein, mm-hmm. Wolfman, Dracula. Those like really feel like 
quintessential October watching. Um, so I, 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 I was thinking of picking Frankenstein, but for nostalgia purposes, I'm going to pick the Monster Squad. Um, I, I was gonna. If, this, if Monster like, was not on you your list, don't. what's wrong with you? Yeah, I mean, what I find, uh, what I find most interesting about the Monster Squad is that it. And we talked about this in the Monster Squad episode. Um, they they basically had to. They they could use the universal monsters, but they couldn't use like the universal designs. So mm-hmm. they had to actually like. Um, go around that by basically creating their own version of these monsters. And I just, they're to me, they're iconic growing up with those. It just like, it just gets me into that mood, especially I think something that also is um, at least two of the three of my movies, it's told from the point of view of children. And I just love Halloween movies that are told from the point of view of kids because like Nikisha mentioned it in like episode, like a month or two ago, maybe it was, maybe it was the urban legend episode um yeah mm-hmm. where you talked about the idea of just like it's just a time where like you're just out trick-or-treating and like when watching the 90s slashers it's just like i feel very similar to that it's just it feels like a time of like you had no responsibility halloween was just a night for mischief the spookiness the fun the candy um mm-hmm. and and that's what like halloween movies from kids point of views do for me like you said jamie casper like you said nikisha even <clears throat> charlie brown like just yeah. all home run for me. So those are the three that like really get me into the Halloween spirit. Hey, this is Josh Bragg from Haunting Season. Uh, you might know me from TikTok where I do horror movie reviews and I've got my own podcast called uh, Haunting Season. <laughs> so what Halloween traditions do I have? Well, we definitely decorate the house. So last year, Cookie and I got a bunch of these permanent carvable pumpkins from Target. I don't know what they're made out of, some kind of like thin, compact foam plastic, but you can carve them like a jack-o'-lantern and then just keep them, which is great because I always love carving the pumpkins, but we live in California and it's super hot. So the the jack-o'-lanterns only last like five, six days. So I have a bunch of those that I'm going to take out and I'm definitely going to be carving more. I love to put on some spooky movies and carve pumpkins in front of the television We always start the season off with uh, a couple of classic spooky vibe movies, but not horror movies. Um, We do The Craft, we do Hocus Pocus, and we do Practical Magic. And then I start to, you know, get Cookie into the idea of watching some of my other horror movies that I haven't seen before, or there might be a few classics that we put on. But those three movies are always kind of what kick off the season, and we can tend to come back to them because we have digital copies. I have a VHS version we might throw on in the background while having a party. And then, of course, I'm trying to go to some scary events. I think this year we're going to do Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios, which I'm really excited about because I've never done anything on that level before. I've been to a couple of the larger haunts in upstate New York and in Minnesota, but I don't get to do that sort of thing often. This year, I think I'm going to go hard, though. I haven't done costumes in a few years, um, actually quite a few years. I know probably the best one I ever did, aside from being Dick Tracy when I was six years old in a denim vest with a mullet and a tie and a, and a Dick Tracy official watch from the toy store. Um, and I now have an Apple watch, which I just had to quiet Siri on, which is so funny because I've wanted that my entire life. Dick Tracy was like my favorite as a kid. 
But aside from that, in college, when the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie came out, um, I decided to make my own costume from scratch. And I think that's the only time I've ever done that. And it turned out really well. I had long hair at the time and now now I'm bald. So maybe that's why I latch on to that one a little bit. But um, yeah, all kinds of fabrics from the store and just like built it from the ground up and put beads in my hair and braided my beard and all that stuff. Living in California, we don't get a lot of trick-or-treaters and... That has always bummed me out. I think we get like maybe one or two kids a year because we live right on the edge of a wealthier town where I think all the kids go over there. But I also think things have changed uh, quite a bit, especially living in a city. Last year, I got to go to Minnesota during Halloween and really experience fall leaves, which we don't get in California either, and the cool weather. And I got to spend the holiday with my cousin's kid, who was very young at the time. I believe he was two, and he just wanted to be a ghost. And so we all kind of dressed up as like ghosts and ghouls and went around the neighborhood at dusk with the leaves falling and the sun setting over the hill and kids running everywhere. And that was like the magic of Halloween came back to me that I remember experiencing as a kid because... Yeah, right now it's all about, you know, little parties and get togethers and making specific food and carving pumpkins and watching movies and hanging out and maybe getting a little drunk. But the magic of Halloween for me is that running around in the woods, running around and grabbing candy, meeting neighbors, everyone's dressed up, you know. I love that scene in the middle of E.T. where they're all dressed up and E.T.'s under the, you know, the fabric as the ghost. Stuff like that just really, uh, I miss it so much. And as someone who doesn't have kids, uh, I, I love taking any moment to celebrate Halloween with kids like my nephew, my cousin, and that sort of thing. So it's not really that spooky of a story. But that's where my mind goes when I think about Halloween. Thank you so much for letting me be a part of this spooky celebration. Happy Halloween, everybody. Awesome. Well, speaking of candy, y'all tell me what's your favorite Halloween candy of choice? Mm-hmm. I don't feel like there's a lot. Maybe or maybe there is. I mean, as far as candy that is specifically will only be for the fall Halloween, you know, season period. Yeah. I mean, I will say one of my favorite memories growing up as a kid, Mm -hmm. once I moved, when I moved to like a suburban town, trick or treating like became more accessible because before that I grew up in New York and, and like grew up in an apartment building. And when my parents took me trick or treating, I was going door to door in the apartment inside condo Mm. that they, that they lived in. So that, that didn't feel like the full, I mean, being a kid living in New York, that felt like the full experience leaving that and then going door to door. Like I had seen in the movies. Then I felt like I was like doing something that like only happens in movies. That was very unreal. However, I will never forget. And I, I truly strive. I hope that I can become rich so that I too can do this and provide for others in the ways that I was provided. There was that, I don't know if you guys have this, but in my town, there was the one house on like one corner that always carried full size candy bars (laughs) that she gave away. It was like some old, older woman who gave out full size. I think it was like crunch bars which also, mm-hmm. like, love. Yes. Like, full size. You had to yes. get there at a certain time. Otherwise, she would obviously run out. Mm-hmm. But, like, when you knew this information, it was, like, 
first stop. So yeah, you were like, okay, we have to like run from school to get all the way down the few blocks over to this person's house. But like, Mm -hmm. we can probably hit up a few on the way. And yeah, man, it was that, that sticks out to me. There was that. And also, um, (laughs) seeing it happen in Hocus Pocus when like Allison, Allison's family is like having that big party. There was also a family that like hosted a Halloween party and very similarly allowed people into like their entryway. But Mm, it was like, mm -hmm. you like walk in and they also had like this thing in the middle. So they were kind of like corralling people like in and in a circle and then back out. And you like walked into like the entryway of of, like the foyer of their house. And they had like creepy crawly and like spooky things. And you could just like take candy and then leave. And it was like the fanciest thing. I, I was just like, man, that, those are things I will never forget, even though, like, as a kid, I, like, didn't really like growing up in the suburbs. Yeah. I'll never forget Halloween in the suburbs. They do it up. It's a it's a whole different thing. And y'all mm-hmm. know I love Bob's Burgers, and I will always bring it up and everything because it's relevant <laughs> yes. to everything in the world. But there is an episode called Full Bars. Oh, I know that is, episode. Yeah. Yes. It's the Halloween episode where, first off, Jean is dressed as Queen Latifah, which is the quintessential... <laughs> that's when I just fell in love with it because it was the best costume ever. It's also a reminder of how to not do blackface, which is also just a great thing. So Bob's Burgers is the best. But in that episode, they, they live in kind of a New Yorky, it's in kind of Jersey. And so it's the same kind of setup as, as New York, you know, the trick or treating isn't as accessible because they're not in a suburb. So they take a ferry to what's King's head Island and they go and trick or treat over there and it's full suburbs and they're screaming at the top of their lungs because they get full-size candy bars. And that's the whole episode is just going around getting full-size candy bars from this suburb. And it's wonderful. So that's awesome that you had basically that exact same experience. Also, speaking of urban legend, I feel like mm. that's an urban legend for some kids. Mm. Like the, the house, full-size the candy full-size, bar. like a positive yeah. urban legend. <laughs> Like the full yeah. size candy bar, as opposed to, uh, you know, like razor blades in your apples. You know what I mean? Oh, right. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, we're gonna ex- uh, expect razor blades, but full bars. That's just, yeah, that's magic. Yeah, <laughs> that's never gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was pretty epic. Yes, I will say, uh, as far as just favorite candy is concerned because this will not be up for discussion. Candy corn is the absolute best. I don't understand no. why people do not like it. Mm-mm. It is a Mm-mm. wonderful treat that is delightful. They have an autumn mix where there's Ugh. like the little pumpkins with the candy corn, and then they have a little maple candy corn, and it's the best thing. It's it's the best thing. So, so for all of you listening, this is Nikisha's last episode. Thank you so <laughs> much. This is now just talking horror with Jamie. Uh, uh, well, let me uh, also uh, let me say this: there um, in Hamilton, our hair person also enjoys candy corn, but he likes to find the candy corns that are in different flavors because there's different flavors. Oh, like the and chocolate so, ones. Well, there's a Thanksgiving well bag well, of candy corn, and so the flavors uh-uh. are um, what cranberry sauce, turkey gravy uh 
You took something that's already gross and then you made it grosser. Why? That's disgusting. Who is this for? No, Who I, is I this for? Say, I, I will exactly. try it, but it's disgusting. But that's the thing. It's we he made a whole thing of it and we and he laid it out. He separated everyone, labeled which ones were which. That's amazing. And we all we all tried it, fear factor style, you know, like what's what's this gonna taste like? Oh, and man, it absolutely tasted disgusting. <laughs> But that's because regular candy corn is legit, and you just have to stick with stick with that recipe, and that's Mm-mm. it. And we that's are an anti candy corn house. You can bring your BYO <laughs> candy corn because we're not providing it. I will. Yeah. I will bring I also know bags of it. Brian also hates um, uh, what are the peeps? Yes, <gasps> I think I peeps, love peeps. No, peeps are not marshmallows. <laughs> peeps are disgusting. The sugary coat they have around it is gross. <laughs> I am so I peeps are not for me. I also didn't grow up eating peeps like we don't there's not like Hanukkah peeps or like Passover peeps like That's like, fair. Yeah, peep company. Peeps, Why don't you yeah. uh, expand your peeps? They're the Passover peeps. No, I I hate peeps. I think peeps are gross. Uh candy corn yeah. peeps forever on my do not Disturb list, or I don't know. <laughs> do, not disturb. do not disturb. Do not eat. That's funny. Okay, so then, what is your favorite candy, Brian? Uh, for I can guess. I'm ga- I'm gonna guess. Can I guess? Yes. Yeah, of course. I think that Brian's. I think Brian's favorite Halloween candy is gonna be the pumpkin shaped uh, Reese's peanut butter cup. Ding ding ding. Am ding, I right? Ding. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Outside <laughs> of Halloween, it's Reese's peanut butter cups. <laughs> Inside of Halloween. Yeah, it's the pumpkin. And sometimes they're too soft and it's gross in your mouth, but I still love it. Um, the best peanut, the be, the best peanut butter cups are the dark mm. chocolate Trader Joe's peanut butter cups. Those are the mm-hmm. best peanut oh, butter yeah. cups. We buy them in the huge things, and then they're gone after yeah. a day or two. And those are the best <laughs> ones. Um, but I, I, there's something nostalgic and wonderful about the Reese's peanut butter cups that like milk chocolate and like that like weird mealy fake peanut butter taste in them like mm-hmm. i love mm-hmm. it um yeah 100 percent, no questions <laughs> asked don't give me pennies don't give me smarties <sighs> don't give my, me uh, toothbrushes no i like smarties but uh, they're not my favorite you just get so many of them and it's just like it's too much but like you need chocolate give me yes. give me oh, twix give me snickers i'm not a huge milky way fan yeah. but throw in those Pumpkin-shaped Reese's peanut butter candies. Yes. yes. And that has been candy talk. Oh, wait, no, I didn't say mine. Um, <laughs> although you did say – I do love Twix, and I can okay. appreciate, like, you know, those grab bags where it's, like, the mini versions of everything. Mm. Of everything, Twix, yes. Kit those Kat are nice. And, yeah, Snickers, all of that. But mm. I – it's a real toss-up between Twix and Twix. Twix and – oh, my God. Why didn't my brain just like short circuit in that moment? <laughs> Twix and Twix. Twix and Kit Kats. Uh, uh, those are two oh, things. Kit Kats. Yeah. Good one. Um, yeah. I also love nerds for, as a non chocolatey mm-hmm. thing. Okay. Um, just like the very small boxes they usually have for Halloween. Yeah. Um, you don't need a, anything flavor. bigger than that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I will eat one bigger than that if, <laughs> if that's offered to me. I, I won't be mad about that. Oh. Um, that's I, you I love kind of nerds. Like cookie and cream. I do love nerds. Um, I kind of <laughs> like the cookie and cream Hershey's, even though I know oh, like the good. white chocolate is like not real. 
Yeah, Brian, are you making a face at me? No, I actually oh. really like it too. But I could only eat okay. one. I could only really split a bar with you. Like mm. a full bar makes my stomach a little bit like queasy because like it's mm. not real. But like I would share a bar with you, no question. But only it's one very bar. Very sweet, would share. thank you. All, anything for you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and that has been candied parlor talk. <laughs> I'm talking. I'm talking more. <laughs> all the so now y'all know what candies to send all of us. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we'll all be expecting uh, all of the candies in our future PO box. Um, yeah. Don't send us. <laughs> don't send us circus peanuts. Oh, don't send ew. us. Don't send I mean, us the hard candies, wax, wax things. I do like. I yeah. also like butterfingers and paydays. Oh, What's payday. a payday? That's Pay- with peanuts, right? Yeah, it's like the peanut bar. Oh, I mean, you'll literally eat anything that's peanut butter. Yes. Peanuts. If my I mean, if I, if we have children and they have a peanut allergy, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Oh no! <laughs> I don't know what I'll do. You're like, oh, we're returning this child. Thank yeah. you. Peanut or seafood allergy? Like, you're done. You're done. Like, actually, that's real. Seafood like, allergy. Mm-mm. Like, weird cult. Go ahead and take it. <laughs> I'll offer them up like Rosemary's baby. Yeah. Here you go. Here you go, guys. <laughs> How's it going? My name is Terrence Fleming, and I am an actor as well as a previous guest on Talking Horror Pod. What Halloween traditions do you have? I really don't have any Halloween traditions. I just kind of celebrate in whatever way it's presented each year. Lately, I have wanted to develop some more traditions of my own, though. Honestly, my Halloween movie that, like, when I think about it, I'm like, yep, that's Halloween for me, is um, When Good Ghouls Go Bad. That's a old 2001 TV movie starring um Christopher Lloyd. So yeah, there's my um B-rated movie love coming through there. Probably my favorite two costumes were partnered with my partner. Um, in college, we were Kovu and Kiara from Lion King 2, Simba's Pride. And just last year, we went as Good Janet and Bad Janet from The Good Place. She was Bad Janet, and I was a gender-swapped Good Janet. It was a good time. So, so yeah, those are my two favorite. And if you want to find me and get to know me a little bit, you can look me up on Facebook under Terrence Fleming, T-E-R-R-A-N-C-E. F-L-E-M-I-N-G. Or if you want to find me on Instagram, you can find me under T-Rants. That is T-E-E-E-R-R-A-N-C-E. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, I'll, I'll open this to anyone who wants to start. Do you have any favorite traditions or past things that you do on on the day before the day can i bring up a question yeah i mean growing up i loved trick-or-treating like loved Mm -hmm. it and when you're a kid you go with your parents um and then you get older and there's kind of that like coming of age where like your first year going by yourself and it's like or with you and your friends and it's very exciting does that even happen anymore like i just think i feel like that was like a 90s like 
80s like kids thing where like you got we fever dream yeah fever <laughs> dream because like we would also like take our bikes out on the weekend my parents wouldn't see me all day and then i'd come right. home at night like dirty and like bloody like like elbows like i fell <laughs> off my up. bike or yeah. yeah and then yep. and then it's just like here here's dinner like go wash up here's dinner like here's some band-aids and stuff like that like does i don't know like or I don't even know if I can be that type of a parent with my anxiety. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, sure. am I going to keep my kids from that kind of like freedom and like learning to like figure out things on your own and make mistakes on your own? Like, like, I, I guess I want to open that up to you because like that was a big part of my childhood going trick or treating by myself. And I want to see if that was the same for you. And if it was like, how would you approach it now in a world that is totally different? That's a great question. And I kind of had that same experience when I was younger, uh, my parents taking me and then me finding something else to do with my friends. I don't think we necessarily went trick-or-treating on our own, but as we got older and I grew up in a very churchy church, Christian household, they had hallelujah nights Mm. on Halloween. So instead of us doing anything Halloween related, we would all go to the church and it would just kind of be a big party. And so that's what the, you know, 14, 15, 16 year olds were doing, or Mm -hmm. that's with, with our friend groups, you know, we would just go there and there will be games and there will be candy and the little, little kids. There were probably candy corn too. I mean, uh, <laughs> I'm just saying it's, it's a great time with candy corn. But what always just baffled me, and this is a quick side note, is the fact that the little, little kids, they would dress up in Halloween costumes and go to this thing, which is not supposed to be Halloween related. It's supposed to be in place of Halloween. And that just really was very confusing to me. But whatever, it's fine. <laughs> My parents let me do both. So I'm happy that yeah. they let me trick or treat when I was younger and dress up. And then, you know, I, we went and did this. But I think to your point, Brian... It would be hard now to do those things only because of how technology is. You, we could all run, a, run amok literally because no one could contact us in a sense, you know, True. As, as far as well, I wasn't carrying around a cell phone all the time, you know, that we, it wasn't attached to me. And my, my parents just had to hope that I was where I said I was and that I would come home when I said I would, I mm-hmm. would come home. But now, you know, if you do have a kid, whenever you decide to give them the access to have a phone, whatever, and you can contact them and make sure you know where they are, then that's you can have more of a, a, a hold on them in that way. Uh, I would definitely let my kids go and do whatever they want to do. But it would also be because of the safety of knowing that if I needed to contact them, I could. But if I couldn't contact them, I don't know how much I would let them just run amok sure (laughs) in this world but yeah what about you jamie yeah i mean i think that there would have to be like trust established between myself and my future spawn um in order to like feel like more comfortable i mean i also think about like my parents were pretty overprotective but like they also let me go out. I mean, I think I had a cell phone when I was like 11. So mm. knowing that there was some way for me to like stay in touch with my parents, but they also were like pretty, they, they would want, they were the kind of parents. My mom would want to like talk to other people's moms and like make, make sure, sure they were on mm-hmm. the same page kind of thing. 
sure. they would I'm trying to think of like other stuff, but like that's like what it makes me think of with like an agreed upon like um you'll be home by X time, um, mm-hmm. things like that. So and I mean, I, I think I trick-or-treated like through an age that probably was socially inappropriate. Um, because I think I went through like <laughs> through high school. Uh, because like then you were just like we were old enough and like doing our own thing and like of able course. to and I was like, maybe we shouldn't have gone trick-or-treating, but like whatever, I had fun. So who cares? Hey, you got the candy. Um, <laughs> yeah, and like free candy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like it would definitely depend on like what the age is. I don't know what age I would feel totally comfortable with like my own children. Like, and it depends like how close do we live? Like, what's the town situation? Like, right, of course. I felt pretty safe in my town when I was growing up and I feel like my parents also felt pretty safe in my town. So it's not like they never, I mean, I also was younger, but I never went trick or treating by myself when I lived in the city in New York. So Mm -hmm. like, I I don't know if it was like, you know, being, being a certain age, them trusting me more, them knowing that I was still accessible, all of these powers combined, knowing that I wasn't like a dumb kid and like pretty responsible that, that's these are all factors that I feel like would play into it. So yeah, but I feel like trust has to be like a pretty big piece of that. Like I gotta trust my kid if they're like Absolutely. doing something shady, and like I find out that feels like you know you're cracking the whip. You're grounded. <laughs> yeah, you're grounded. No you're trick grounded. or treating. Yeah, I'll have to dress up as Indiana Jones as an adult. Okay. <laughs> yes. I will I will say on our um Halloween realty side I definitely think about and what and what triggered this was you talking about how you felt safe in your neighborhood Jamie is when I eventually buy a house it's I am definitely basing it on if if it's an area where I feel like my kids could go trick or treating, that's in. that's a good like. That's fair. That's like, good, do you feel do yeah. you feel like your kids are like safe walking around? Right, like, like that's I want to totally valid. Be in a cul de sac where you know I have minimal requirements. Just someplace I can park my car <laughs> in the driveway only, <laughs> and cul de sacs only. I need a front yard, a backyard, a driveway, and a cul de sac, and and you know. The the yards just because I want to put up my sixteen foot skeleton, you know that's oh yeah, yeah. totally. How fast do you think those sold out at Home Depot? My like, gosh! Well, what I think I I had mentioned this, but you know I went to Spirit Halloween in August, and things were already sold out. Yeah, that's wild. Which is wild, but I mean, yeah, definitely would base where I buy a home at if I feel that I can take my kids trick-or-treating or they can walk around the neighborhood and be fine and be safe mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Any Agreed. other Halloween thingies that you guys maybe do now or want to do in the future mm. as far as traditions, as you become a family, a growing family? I mean, definitely haunted houses. Like mm-hmm. I want that to become a staple in our Halloween traditions. Um, you know, I know we, we collectively had to pivot last year and, and found another one very quickly that we were all able to attend and it was very fun. Um, so yeah, just gotta, gotta scope out all the options, but that's definitely, I'd love the one that's like 
the big outdoorsy ones where it has like a mix of things. You could do mm-hmm. like a haunted hay maze thing, um, yeah. like all that kind of stuff. So more, more haunted houses. Absolutely. Yeah. Brian, do you have something? Um, I definitely want to decorate the house. Like I want to do like a graveyard in the front yard. And I want like mm-hmm. when kids come to trick or treat, I want them to like, get like that full atmosphere like jack-o'-lanterns and all of that stuff and i will probably be the grumpy guy who's just like get off my jack-o'-lanterns you know like don't blow them out or sam will get you but like i (laughs) i definitely i definitely want to like do the house up like maybe even like decorate the foyer so at least when you open the door for the kids like it's a spooky area um oh so we're getting a home with a foyer we we might have to just for halloween um, and parlor. Yes. Yeah, that, that's also the parlor. Hundred mm-hmm, percent. Ah, yes. Of uh, yeah, double duty. <laughs> but yeah, I think that those are those are big ones there. And I would, I, I'm like family costumes, like when they're little, like doing yes. that, and then like, and then just yes. like whatever they want to do when they're like, you know, nine or ten, like we'll just like go all in. Um, and then you know, you know, at some point, like I'll probably still go trick or treating with them, but like will stand on the curb while they go up to the house. You know what I mean? And then like they come mm-hmm. back to the sidewalk and you go to the next one. My parents did that where like they'd go with us and then, um, you know, you'd go to the door and back and whatnot. There was one year where I had Hebrew school on Halloween and they made me go and it was very late. But my mom and dad like let me go trick or treating like later in the night, but they mm. came with me. So like I was just as the Riddler, of course. And um, Jim Carrey's the Riddler. Um, my mom tried to make me one, and I hated it, and I threw a fit. So we, uh, <laughs> so we went to um, Party City, and I got like a Riddler outfit. Um, Love that. Um, but yeah, but they took me in like it was like like nine o'clock at night, um, like you know late for a Tuesday night in the suburbs. That was Halloween, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. But yeah, that was nice. And then uh, one year, oh, one year. <laughs> One year, uh, I uh, when I was older, I had two masks and a reversible jacket, so I went to every house twice. <gasps> That's actually pretty Ooh. genius. So I did that. And then uh, an- another really, really great Halloween was in New York City. Um, I was mm-hmm. in my 20s. My best friend Jay and I dressed up as Hall and Oates. Um, oh, yes. We went to the <laughs> Halloween parade in the village, and it was pouring rain out. So we're in the Halloween, like soaking wet. And then we ended up going to Crocodile Lounge and drying off. And um, and for some weird, crazy reason, any time uh, the Hall of Notes was on their playlist, like a lot that night for whatever reason. And the bartender thought it was so funny that we were dressed up as Hall of Notes that any time Hall of Notes came on, um, they would serve us for free for like those two minutes. And so so Jay and I would like pound like (laughs) vodka sodas or tequila ginger ale or whatever it is um, until that song was over. And then we'd like, and then we do shots with the bartender and then we, they, and then like like, a half hour later, like another Hall of Notes song would come on and then we would do that too. And, uh, and then we actually (laughs) ran into college friends by accident at the bar and then we went to another Mm -hmm. Halloween party with them. And then we ended up like a diner at like seven in the morning. It was just a wild, crazy, super fun Halloween night. Like nothing, nothing amazing, nothing crazy, nothing terrible. But I used to go to Mm -hmm. all these like super fun Halloween parties with friends in the city, like big Mm -hmm. ones, because like some of my friends belong to um, 
like charities and organizations that would throw Halloween parties at these like big expensive places to raise money. Ooh, um, and we used yeah. to go there. Mm. So that was super fun. So those are, those are, those are some of my memories for sure. Awesome. Hi, Talking Horror. This is Aaron Albano wishing you a happy Halloween this fall. Um, one of my favorite Halloween costumes that I can remember. Um, I don't really dress up that much anymore, but when I was a kid, I used to go super duper full out and I was a huge fan of Star Trek. And so I, one day I wanted to be, um, a Lieutenant commander, not a captain, not an ensign, a Lieutenant commander. And I ran my parents and my family around the San Jose area to find every single accessory that I wanted. I wasn't just happy just to have the uniform and like the badge. I needed the pips. I needed the badge. I needed the phaser. I needed the tricorder. I needed everything. And I would not stop. I think I ran to like seven different Toys R Us's. I don't think Spirit of Halloween happened yet, but I think I even ran to San Francisco for a convention. Um, I was committed. Um, hopefully you're as committed this year. Um, happy Halloween. Have a wonderful time. Get lots of candy. Bye. Well, last question I want to ask on our Halloween, I was going to say hullabaloo. Oh, yeah. Hoopla. Halloween hullabaloo hoopla. <laughs> <laughs> Your favorite costume. But why, while you think mm-hmm. about that, I want to share one other thing that uh, I did when I was younger that I think more, that should happen more. Uh, I went to a Catholic school, just, you know, Christian all around, okay? But they had something called a haunted breezeway. And our school was in a semi, uh, in a semicircle. And there, there was like a little awning over the whole thing, you know? So each classrooms were all next to each other in this semicircle. And so what they would do is they would, cover everything and make it into this little haunted walk walkway you can go through. And so they would invite, you know, it would be open from like five to nine and everyone can bring, you know, their kids, all the students and stuff, and you can dress up and they would have games on one side of the schoolyard and, and, you know, treats and all this stuff. And then you can walk through this little haunted breezeway and they would hire, you know, actors to scare the little kids. And I remember (laughs) specifically that every year they would at the very end when you got you know you have to do the final scare it would be this guy with a, a real chainsaw <laughs> oh and it's it's and it was just like the best thing because my school was what kindergarten through eighth grade mm. and they would do this every year and so it was also nice to kind of grow up with that and so when I was you know, in elementary school, it was the scariest thing ever. And we all were just like, oh my God, we survived the guy with the the chainsaw and blah. And then you get into (laughs) middle school and you're like, oh, this is lame, but yeah, we're still going to go and blah, blah, blah. And you're like talking to all the actors and stuff. But I just thought that this, it was so crazy, but fun that this Catholic school said, yeah, we're just going to do up this Halloween and change our entire campus into this whole kind of Halloween party with the little haunted house Mm. thing. And I think it would be so cool, like, if your high school, like, transformed their entire campus into a haunted house, like, wouldn't that be the the most fun? I think so many people would be into that, you know, and Mm -hmm. go and do those things. So, you know, y'all buy a school so you can make a make a haunted ah, house. Ah, yes, <laughs> of course. No, right? Okay. Yeah. Well, we have to purchase a house with a foyer for parlor talk that's haunted, yes. mm-hmm. and then we'll get the school. <laughs> Absolutely. 
So, Jamie, what's your favorite uh, Halloween costume that you have uh, had? As a child, I have an adorable dog costume where Ooh. I was like a Dalmatian, I think. Nice. Um, but I do continue to dress up as an adult. So as an adult, I would also say uh, I was a huge fan of Quail Man last year. Yeah. That was a top-tier costume. <laughs> That that was an amazing, amazing costume. I was hoping you would bring that one up because that was <laughs> so good. <laughs> what about you, Brian? So I used to work at this resort in Maine. And they, in October, they would do a Halloween weekend where they would transform the entire resort into like a Halloween town where, mm. you know, there'd be a haunted hayride outdoors. And then the, you, there's the haunted house. And there's an area for, like, all the costume contests. And then there's an area for, like, pumpkin carving and arts and crafts and stuff like that. That's just – and there's, they do a Halloween parade where everyone dresses up their golf carts and something. And they do, like, a parade and you win prizes for, like, the float. Anyway, it's really, really, really fun. Um, yeah. I mostly just kind of, like, was a guest and visited it on that weekend. But one year I actually helped and worked it. And we all dressed as pirates, but we zombified ourselves. So we had like the zombie makeup pirates and we would kind of walk around the, we would walk around the entire resort. Like, like, like we were cursed and looking for treasure and stuff like that. Um, That was super fun. Uh, So I would, I would probably say that just for the full like experience of it all. Absolutely. Yeah. um, Like similar to Brian, when I moved to New York, I have a friend of mine who, uh, I went to college with, but she moved to New York before I did. And so she would always have these epic Halloween parties in her mm. apartment. And there was also a rooftop access. So it was mm. just a fun time all around. But uh, one of the costumes that I was most proud of is that I dressed up as um, Storm from X-Men. Yes. Ooh. Full on, you know, had the little like X-Men symbol belt around my waist and a mm-hmm. cape and, you know, this all black corset and the hair and... Uh, I even bought, you know, the, the, uh, contacts that are white, but yeah. I'm also just kind of like a, a wussy puss and I couldn't <laughs> even get them into my eyes because it was just so painful. I, I couldn't too much. Uh, but yeah, I was super proud of that one. <laughs> That's amazing. It was a fun So that must've been amazing. I want to see pictures yeah. that you have. Yeah. I'll have to s- uh, scrape one up. I think I might've like put one on Instagram at some point. So I'll have to find it, but cool. yeah, it was a fun time. Grand. Well, do we want to rank Halloween? Everyone? <laughs> 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 I think we're giving this what? Tens across the board. Yeah, I think so. Tens indeed. Yeah. 10 overall, 10 for candy, 10 for dressing up, 10 for mischief, <laughs> 10 for the crisp air. N- I will give it a one uh, when you have to wear your coat over your costume as in your little oh, kid. Oh, fair. Yeah. I, some, not fun. Something that I'll do for my kids when they're growing up is we will make sure to incorporate like the costume like being warm so that we don't have, they don't have to like wear their yes. like Elsa costume with a jacket over the top, like okay. lame, mm-hmm. like you'll be wearing <laughs> like layers underneath. Absolutely. Just some thermal wear underneath and you'll be, you'll be just fine. Okay. Can I ask one more question? How do people feel about candied apples? That's a great question. 
I like them in theory, and then in, in practice, theory. they kind of make me nervous. <laughs> because, and you're just talking about like. <laughs> oh, they candy, make you nervous. Not, not chocolate. I'm just covered. scared that my teeth are going to come out, but I want to be able to eat it. It sure. just seems too yes. hard. Yeah, you know what? I'm done here. But Nikita, yeah, I'm talking about like, <laughs> like when you it's it's dipped in like and it's a hard coat and some and caramel yes. apples as well are delicious. I'm just curious what people feel how people feel about those. No, I uh, echo Jamie with the candied. But if it's just the the, the chocolate with the caramel, sure, apples, yeah. absolutely. Every caramel day, makes day. me a little nervous. Did you ever have those caramel apple lollipops? That were super popular. Yeah. Those mess people's mouths up. Like yep. people with like braces and stuff. Like they got stuck. Like mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not about that. Oh, I broke my no. braces on lobsters. What? <laughs> but that's for another holiday, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's Memorial yes. Day. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to talk about the mechanics of that one because <laughs> Yes, great. <laughs> <laughs> I think that wraps up our. With that said, well, let's wrap up our Halloween, hullabaloo, huzzah, everything that is Halloween, and we hope that you guys have a wonderful Halloween. Share with us what you did this season uh, on our socials on our TikTok. Follow us, Brian. Where can they listen to us? Sure, you can listen to us wherever podcasts are listenable. That includes things like Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and of course Apple Podcasts. <laughs> Rate and review us there. Five stars, please. And um, thank, you. thank you. Happy Halloween, everyone. Happy, Happy Halloween. Halloween.